My name is Zach Como, Associate Editor at My Tech Decisions. Welcome to My Tech Decisions Podcast. My name is Zach Como, and I'm your host. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at ZWComo and read my articles on MyTechDecisions.com. Uh, today's guest is Ed Shreeb, the Vice President of Sales for Inspire Technology and Communication, a commercial AV integrator based near Boston, Massachusetts. We talk about the ways in which AV solutions and AV providers are helping customers adjust to the new reality of remote work thanks to the coronavirus we talk about best practices and working from home and how best to recreate your in-office experience while you're in your home. Uh, before we get to that interview, here's a quick reminder that my Tech Assistance podcast is available on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Make sure to subscribe and download the latest interviews with IT providers, AV integrators, security installers, manufacturers, and technology decision makers like yourself. You can leave a comment and rate the podcast as well, so search for My Tech Decisions Podcast on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Now, uh, here's Ed Shreeb. Hey, Ed. Thanks for spending some time to talk with us. You know, how can the AV industry help people work from home and work remote, um, especially during these strange times? And, you know, what are what are you guys doing? Well, I mean, uh, I think us uh, inspired as far as what we're doing, we're doing very similar things that other companies want to do in this time. And that's, um, we sent all our non-essential personnel home to work remotely. Mm. And, you know, without a plan, that works about as well for us as it would for anyone else. Um, luckily, the majority of us have, you know, worked in this environment before. Um, a lot of us work remotely already. I've been working remotely since early 90s believe it or not wow. so i've been in the in this space for a long time and i actually had i think the first desktop video running out of my house back at 95 oh, wow. on old isdn lines so we're kind of used to it but a lot of people aren't and it is a challenge it's a different environment and um you know companies like ours uh, i think people have been trying to move into the remote workforce mode and experimented with it and have expanded on that for years now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. However, uh, you know, doing it right and doing it long term and permanently is a whole different thing. It's not remote working anymore. It's mm-hmm. permanent remote working in the crisis that we're in. So, yeah. I mean, people really got to think about what 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 they can do. And and um, if you haven't done it already, uh, companies like ours can help you get involved and ramp that up fairly quickly. Um, so what we've done is we've moved every, every non-essential personnel out to do remote work. Uh, everyone else is tied in and linked in um, to our meetings uh, wherever they are. So they could be on a phone. So you can run remote working apps on your phone just as well as you can from the computer for the most part, unless you're sharing pools right. of information. But I, I think the key is, is how do you ramp up right now? Yeah. And um, 
there are going to be different type of people that are going to be working from home and they're going to have different use cases and, and environments. I think the most important thing is, is to set your home office up similar to what you've had at work. So if you're a remote worker doing, you know, administrative work or doing, you know, busy work, whatever you had at your remote, your office uh, at corporate, try to outfit yourself the same when you are working from home. <clears throat> if you're doing things where you are brainstorming and need to do whiteboarding, you might want to make it so that you have bigger screens at home. Maybe you have cameras that can follow you over to a whiteboard or something similar to that. So there are different levels of, of, of the work experience from home that we can help with. And a lot of stuff can be delivered remotely, set up remotely, and uh, we can help get that done. And most people should look at, at doing that. But really try to mimic what you've done at the office as much as you can. Mm. You also have to be comfortable because now all of your meetings are going to take place from one place, probably yeah. one chair. Um, then ramping people up to understand how to use the equipment is going to be important. So there's best best case scenarios or use, uh, best um, practice scenarios where, you know, as you're bringing people on to be remote workers, maybe they have to do some online training before you give them a license just to lower the impact of the calls you might end up getting as you start bringing on hundreds of people, thousands of people. So try to put best practices in place so that um, you'll ease the transition because your IT staff is going to be working remotely as well. Mm. There's going to be a lot of people working from home. So there are best practices that we can, uh, you know, we typically would talk about with our, with our clients to help make things easier. Also, you know, what can you do from outfitting these people? I mean, depending on what, what their needs are, but you know, a lot of people plunk themselves down in front of their laptop and think they're remote workers. Well, that, that might work for a little bit. Uh, for instance, you know, you're coming in over a, a kind of a funky headset. Um, yeah. My headset actually dropped into my coffee this morning, so oh, I, can't no. even, I can't even <laughs> use my headset. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm in a space where I don't have kids and the audio is kind of in control and I've been doing this for a while. But other folks might want to look at things like getting a decent headset that has noise cancellation so they're not distracted from the outside world. I know I, I just was on a call yesterday. The, the person I was with, they had kids in the house, of course, like everyone does right now. They had, he had a cleaning lady come over, which I thought was against what we're supposed to be doing. But yeah. She was right outside his door, his office, with a vacuum cleaner. Oh, God. He couldn't hear her because of the headset. Yeah. In the way it worked with him. <clears throat> and at the same time, I couldn't hear her because he had the technology in his headset, which allowed that noise cancellation to take place, so I couldn't hear it. So our call was flawless. Um, so those are the type of things we can help people with. I mean, that, that solution itself was an enterprise solution where you could deploy hundreds of thousands of those headsets and an IT department can manage them, manage firmware upgrades, manage tweaks. So a lot of people are going to soft phones, to applications like Zoom, WebEx, Teams. You can actually tune these devices remotely over the web and you can do it at an enterprise level. Um, so as you talk about throwing your workforce at home, you got to keep in track of how you can manage that from an IT perspective as well. And try to make the experience flawless so that when they do call and they connect and they have a meeting that's an hour or two hours long, it's going to be comfortable for them. The audio has to be comfortable first thing. Right. Video, secondary, and content has to be available to people during meetings. So, you know, a lot of folks who go home 
I, I recommend, you know, if virtual private networks are set up ahead of time, that'll help keep things secure. And there's lots of solutions out there. I know Zoom, WebEx, I think are offering, you know, free services at this point in time. You can get started um, to, to test it. I, I think that's mm -hmm. a great offering that the, the industry is stepping up to. Right. Um, and, you know, um, you got to work with providers that are ag agnostic. We're agnostic as a company. Um, so, you know, you, you, you might talk to a rep that's had 20 years of experience working with Cisco and WebEx. Or people like myself, I've worked with Teams, Zoom, WebEx. So you got to kind of be agnostic because every company has maybe adopted a platform already that you need to key off of. And right. I think that's important. Um, try to work with someone that has solutions that can work with you in, in that environment as well. Some companies are still open. So, you know, in, in a pinch, um, new rooms can be built. There are some workforce. We, we have our own uh, workforce that can go out there and still install until they shut that down. But, you know, really uh, making sure the office works with your home workers is, is important, but it's, it's not just, they're not just going to be there for a day, a week now. They're going to be there for, for potentially months. Mm -hmm. So we'll go through the, the curves of getting everyone started up. But you got to really do that through best practices and with experience. Yeah. I think that's where the AV integrators come in because they they've all been doing this for years now. A exactly. lot of us have been doing it. What kind of questions are you fielding from customers? Ah, a lot of them are, are, are just trying to ramp up. They've 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 explored. Like I said, a lot of people have explored remote workforce enablement, um, and they've done it to, you know, I've seen a lot of pilots done, uh, even at this day and age. Uh, a lot of people are working from home. Um, but they are looking for making it better and what are some of those solutions and I'd say some of the remote homeworking solutions that we can put together, like I said, with special headsets, things that can be managed remotely. But really, it's more on how do we ramp up quickly? How do I get a hold of, I need to outfit, you know, I, I've gone from 100 workers now to 1,000. Right. What do we need to do to get that in place? Uh, our CEO is now working from home. Uh, he doesn't want to work from his laptop. How can we better make his experience one that he, he can work with throughout the day, the week, the weekends, the nights. Um, so those are the type of questions we're getting. And, um, you know, that's, that's really, really key to be able to have the partnerships and be able to respond to the clients. So, you know, I have folks that I work with from all the major companies that will allow me to respond to clients. Also, you know, um, the customer success teams are important as you ramp up too. So best practices, customer success teams to be able to deliver. Yeah. What are some mistakes that, some common mistakes that can be made when you transition into, you know, this mass exodus out of uh, offices and into, uh, you know, everyone's uh, homes? I think, you know, one of the things to just be aware of, I think one of the, more, the biggest difficulties is just making sure sim simple things, like they, they know how to use their camera, and that their audio is going to work during these calls. And also their internet connectivity. Um, I'd say for the most part, most of the people in, that work out of their homes or have worked out of their homes in the past have pretty reliable connections. But you, you might you know, want to consider beefing that up, especially now that everybody's at home. And that network's being used by your kids, your wife, uh, your partner. It just... It's, uh, it's something that they probably haven't experienced before all at once. And right. we're all in the same spot now. So making sure the technology works for you is, is probably the biggest hurdle because now it's being thrust into an environment that it hasn't totally been in before. 
And uh, so that's when the questions come on, do I have enough bandwidth? You know, is this reliable? Is it secure? And are my devices working correctly? You know, why today, if I'm, this morning I dialed using my soft phone and I went to go over and switch to a video call. Why isn't that working? Can you help me fix that problem? You know, those are the type of things that they're going to experience. And, and uh, unless they plan or have someone that can help them through that, it's going to be a struggle at, at first. But um, yeah, a lot, a lot of people still aren't familiar with uh, Zoom, Teams, um, you know, Skype, Google Hangouts. What is the learning curve there? I, I think it's like anything else that's new. I think a lot of people have been exposed to it. I'd yeah. say that most people out there have have been exposed to video calls through either FaceTime on their phones with their kids, their right. grandmothers, or what have you. Corporations have been exposed to it, and educational institutions have been exposed, but no one's been thrust into full-time use. Right. So I think, you know, there is going to be a learning curve. The, the good news is, you know, most of the companies have online training or online tutorials that can help people ramp up. And there's certainly not enough people in the integrated market to help every person out there. So these are some of the tools that you can use to help get yourself familiar with an application. I think a lot of companies are also starting to do online interactive lessons for people at this day and age where we are. But yeah, there is going to be a learning curve. But once you start using it, it becomes a tool you really um, appreciate. And in this environment, well, it'll become a natural thing. I mean, my kids use video like it's second nature. Uh, I've been, like I said, I've been working from my home office for years and I'm a video guy. That's all I've been using. So right. I kind of get offended when I can't do a video call. Yeah. It gets to that point. It's actually, it's interesting because it's at better quality all around. We hear each other better than over the telephone on this call right. yep. because of the fidelity of the audio over, over the IP networks and all the algorithms and compression that's done. So it sounds better. It, we can get more done. It's more interactive and you got to get past that easy. I mean, They've made these applications to be as easy to use as possible. And I don't think there's a tremendous difference between the different vendors' products. There, there, there are things that I like better in some than others, but at the end of the day, they will all kind of get the job done. You just yeah. have to get used to that platform. Yeah. So uh, what specifically do you guys offer that, that can help um, companies, you know, transition to uh, remote work? Um, typically what we can offer it right now, we can offer, you know, uh, what I call home kits. So we can do a little analysis of your user group, you know, who they are, what they're doing. And we can pretty much help outfit your office remotely from, you know, from just a few conversations. Mm. Um, but also, you know, turning people onto the right um, ways of getting people trained and up to speed. What's the best, best practices? Like I said, you know, I, I wouldn't just hand someone a license without them committing to doing a quick tutorial to, so I don't, we don't get calls and we can't handle right. the overflow of calls. I mean, if, if they're throwing everyone in the workforce to work remotely, no one's going to be able to handle that. So yeah. it's, it's better to have put things in place that can um, position yourselves to succeed. And that's where our experience can help folks. Um, you know, a lot of integrators have been working with this. They'll build out rooms in, the, in a corporate environment, but if they don't know, what happens when people go home for this, then they're going to be behind the eight ball. So we can help uh, people get that planned out and ramped up. Um, I can't say this is, this will be the first for all of us uh, getting this done in, in the numbers we're probably going to expect to see coming, coming down the pipe. Yeah. 
What is included in a home kit? Uh, it, it would vary. I mean, it would, more than likely, it would, it, it's probably very simple uh, for most people. It's probably, you know, like I said, the headsets make the biggest difference in the world. Um, but then again, having the proper camera. So if you're, gonna, if, if you're not going to be sitting in front of your screen, I'm in front of my laptop right now. I'm using my laptop camera. It's not the best thing there is. But, you know, if I'm working off a bigger screen most of the time, you'd have to put the right type of camera on that screen. If you're working in an environment where you're being collaborative, I know a lot of folks in the engineering world and in the product development world and the planning are, uh, you know, in the education market, you might want a camera that follows you. And there are inexpensive sub $1,000 cameras that can help people in that environment. So you, you, you tie them in with the right type of audio that'll help them make it seamless for them when they're using it for whatever calling purposes, but also putting the right camera and the right size monitors and everything else in place. That helps. We can provide that for most people. <coughs> if, if people need to have remote workers from home have a more robust system, maybe for a CEO, we can work on getting that to, to folks as well. And there are, you know, there are options for leasing and other things like that. But, you know, I think, from our perspective, it's, it's really going to be the expertise on how to ramp people up that's more valuable than just the technology. Great. Ed, uh, thanks very much, man. I appreciate your time. It's my pleasure. You stay safe and yeah. um, nice talking to you. Thank you for listening to My Tech Decisions podcast, where it's our mission to help you do your job better. If you'd like to learn more, head to mytechdecisions.com or follow us on Twitter at My Tech Decisions. Until next time.